the Ben Brand. <laughs> Saying you look like a dweeb.
Hey, amen. Good morning. I see you all got your name tags. So we're bringing Kingdom Kids to you today. Fourth and fifth grade Kingdom Kids is going to stay here, not because they're canceled, but because you're canceled. Okay? So we're going to experience our fourth and fifth grade Kingdom Kids program this morning. It's going to be a blast. You're all going to love it. Right? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really excited. My name is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi. So I'm going to read a quick uh, verse uh, from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. Whether then you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Um, that's, a, that's a good thing to remember as you're kind of going about your day and doing the things that you do, you know, who are you doing it for? What is it about? You know, I always, uh, I have a tough time with the, you know, people drawing lines between sacred and secular. And I think those lines need to be blurred because the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. And, uh, if we just put labels on things, then, uh, they just become, this is safe. This is not. Whereas everything is God's. And, uh, you know, if we compartmentalize our lives like that, I think a lot of times we leave God out of parts and we put him in other parts and he's in all of it. He needs to be in all of it. Everything we do for his glory, every beat of our heart. Join us as we sing every beat. The darkness run and hide You bring the broken back to life Only you can, only you can You set me free from every chain You fill my heart with songs of praise Only you can, only you can Jesus, you're the only reason That I'm even breathing I am wide awake My heart beats only for your glory Every beat is calling, every beat is calling out your name. You left the glory of your throne to bring this runaway back home. Only you, only you. You give me love, you give me life, you keep me dancing through the night. Only you can, only you can. Calling out your name 
I'm even breathing. I am wide awake. You move me. Your freedom is consuming. I feel it rushing through me. I'll never be the same. My heart beats only for your glory.
God, we thank you for this morning. We give you praise and glory and honor because you are worth it. And you are worth all that we have. So again, as we get to sing this morning and we get to pour out our hearts, may it be pleasing to you. May what we offer, God, be pleasing to you. We thank you for this place that we can do this in. We love you. We just continue to to give you praise this morning. In Jesus' name. Word from Isaiah 28, verse 16. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a tested stone, a costly cornerstone for the foundation firmly placed. He who believes in it will not be disturbed. NIV says, he who believes in it will not be panicked. You have no reason to panic. We serve the one true God.
praise you, Lord. We lift up your name this morning, the name above every name, the name of Jesus. one who is worthy, the one who is holy, the one we put our trust in because you've earned our trust. You've rescued us. You won that victory on the cross in spite of us. In spite of the fact that we sing these words and so often don't actually do it. That's <laughs> why your grace is so amazing. Build my life, build our lives this morning. Kingdom Kids ages 3 to 3rd grade is dismissed. The rest of y'all stay right where you are. Y'all. Man, I don't know where that came from. I've been down south like twice. Y'all. I reckon we'll play the next song.
this video right now are procrastinating and not writing down your sermon for church service and some of you are just stuck on coming up with a topic well I got something y'all can talk about nature 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 it's all around you it's a sand between your toes. It's the leaves rustling in the air. It's the poison ivy in your buttocks from that one time at camp. (laughs) Rest in peace, cheeks. Running away from the rainforest? (laughs) Guess what? You'll end up in the Sahara. Fleeing the swamplands of Louisiana? Watch out. You'll end up in the Arctic. Better pack a sweater. Mm. Trying to escape the Great Lakes? You'll probably land yourself on the Great Wall of China, one of nature's great formations. Nihau. I'm cultured. You can't escape nature. Just like you can't escape God's love. You think the Great Barrier Reef is beautiful? What about the name of Jesus? (laughs) That's a beautiful name. What a glorious name. Ever seen a platypus? What's up with those? Is it a duck or a beaver? I don't know. But God created it. If you ask me, that's one creative dude. Nature. It's all right. We're just talking about nature. When we think of nature, we often think of trees, right? We think of the leaves and the roots. Well, you need to be leaf that God is rooting for you. (sighs) Just like the Grand Canyon, I say that's pretty deep. But God's love, that's even deeper. Like the ocean, which is also deep and cold and dark and scary. God's love isn't scary. It's pretty cool and deep. God's God's love is deep. And it's all part of nature. And if you walk away with just one thing today, walk away with this. From the Antarctic to the Sahara, from zebras to chupacabras, from the Eiffel Tower to the humble anteater, nature is ever-changing. But God, God is always the same. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And the day after that, and after that, and the day after that, and after that, and the day after, after that, basically forever, God is always the same. And that's pretty cool. So, nature, y'all. Nature. Tastes like mud and gator poop. I don't know what gator poop tastes like, but I'm assuming it tastes like that. Oh. All right, good morning. I am really excited to be here today. I hope you guys are too. Um, If you've noticed, we are doing something 
slightly different today. And I'm just asking, if you can participate, please do. If you can't participate, I completely understand. Some of you will notice on your name tags, maybe you have a red star or a blue star or an orange star, Teddy and Jamie. If you have one of those stars, I am at one point in time going to ask you to come up to participate in something. If you really can't do it, I, listen, I completely understand. I would love to have everybody come up and participate, but we would be here all day. So the object, the goal of today is for you guys to experience some of the cool things that we have going on downstairs with the kids. And this is actually the program that we have been sampling and we have been strongly leaning towards to introduce to our kids in the fall. So we're going to give you a simple taste of what we're calling Blast Off, which is our first week of our potential new curriculum. So here's what I need everybody to do. Everybody can participate in this, and everybody's going to have an opportunity to do something really awesome. I'm going to call Mike up. He had no idea I was going to call him up, but I'm going to call him up anyway. So Mr. Hopper, come on up. You're going to hold this box. And uh, anybody else want to volunteer? But he's like, uh, no, I'm not entirely sure. Keyshawn wants to volunteer. Come on up, Keyshawn. Yeah. Keyshawn's going to hold this bucket, and I'm going to ask everybody, if you're able to do so, to please stand up. Some of you have a rocket, right? Can I see Keyshawn's rocket? Does he, did, he, did, he, did he have it? Do you still have it? You gave it away. You didn't get one. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Hey, borrow your rocket for a second? We're going to give you guys an opportunity to win some candy, right? So some of you have shot these rockets before. They're real simple. It's a real piece of cake. You shoot it much like a rubber band. So you're going to put it on your finger, you're going to pull it back, and you're going to try to shoot from wherever you are. I know. They launch. So you have to be careful. So here's the reason why we're doing this in sections, because it is quite possible that someone in the back is going to shoot someone in the back of the head in the front. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. We're going to play some fun music and get some energy going. When you hear the music go, please shoot some rockets up front. If you didn't get a rocket, don't worry. Our kids are going to pick them up and they're going to bring them back to whoever is standing and wants to participate. I will make a deal with you. I do not care if you shoot more than one. So if you have a vendetta, Jay, I know you have been thinking, how can I possibly get Mike back? Now is your chance. I have already pre-warned the... I have pre-warned the worship team. So if it gets on the stage, please don't freak out. They're not going to freak out. So I'm going to count it down. This is, this is, we are kicking off Blast Off. We're going to do a countdown. I want everybody to help me. We're going to count down three, two, one. We're going to say Blast Off, and then you can start shooting your rockets. Are you ready? Three. Everybody at the same time. Two, one. Blast Off. All right, kids, get them, get them, get them. Keep going, keep going. Pick them up. Bring them back out. Delivering the rain. No, 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 bring him out. Bring him out. Him. Don't shoot him back at him. Bring him back out. Hand him out. Hand him out.
or got it in the box, come on up. You can grab a treat. We got a bag of candy. Do you want to come? All supplies last. I don't know. I There's like dots and peppermint patties and all kinds of stuff. Oh, wait. I'm and you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to do that. Yeah, if you want, we got a pile of candy up here in the front. Please come help yourself. Guys, no more shooting the darts. We're going to move on to the second game, okay? Where is Michaela and Kate? Leave the, you can leave the foam darts. I, uh, man, I, I love working with youth. I love working with uh, children and teenagers. And now you can kind of see why. Anytime you get to fire rockets at people, it's a good day. And the second thing is, if there's not a little bit of danger involved, it's just not fun. I know my wife is thinking, no, please don't say that. So here's what I need. We're going to do another game. And then we're going to have some snacks, right? Because what's Junior Church without snacks? If, if you have a red star... A red star, red stars on your name tag. And listen, I want to thank everybody who stopped at our kid check station and checked in this morning. That was the purpose behind it. We, we check our kids in. We make sure that they're safe, that they're secure. And Taryn helped us out this morning. Her, her party line was, it's for safety and security reasons. So that's why we check our kids in. This morning, if you have a red star, I'm going to ask you to stand up and come forward. If you have a red star and you're not comfortable with coming forward, just look to someone to your left or right and say, you know what? You look comfortable. Go on up for me. Yeah, that too. So I'm going to have you guys stay over here. Yes. In the hand, folks. Yeah. All right. Man, I am... I'm so happy that you guys are up here. I feel like there's way more red stars than there were supposed to be. Excuse me. I'll be glad to sit down, Tim. <laughs> Let me just check. We should have one, two. That's actually orange. You are also orange. It's orange? Yeah. Oh, they're awfully close. These are red. You're red. You're red. You're red. They're doodle right made it look a like a star. star right no, no, they look Should like I go that. Back home? You can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. You have an orange star, red star, red star. You got red, 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 orange. 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 Okay. Yeah, you'll come up with the orange stars. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. All right. So here's what I need. We got one, two, three. I'm going to give one of you guys hold this. One, two, three. One of you guys hold this. One, two, and three. Hold that, please. And let me just snag this bucket. One, two, three. So today, we are all about blasting off into space. And we are going to do something called an asteroid toss. Oh, good. Foil it You are. That's for you. Oh, we're missing a roll of foil. Uh, Dylan, downstairs, youth room. On the, the bookshelf, there's foil. Quickly. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. In just a second, you guys are all going to have a bucket, a roll of foil, and, a, and uh, nothing else because that's the only two supplies. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to determine one person is going to take the foil, and they're going to make asteroids. 
you're just going to take a piece, pull it out, tumble it up, right? Asteroids flying through the sky. Yeah, that's it, right? One person is going to make the asteroids. They're going to give it to someone else on their team. And that person is going to throw it across the way to the person holding the box. And we're going to see which team can make the most and catch the most before my favorite morning song and soon to be your favorite morning song expires. And when Dylan gets back, we'll get started. But we're going to, we're going to do this game to a fun song called Yum Yum Breakfast Burrito. It just understands me. So here's what we need. I'm going to need... Uh, are you going to hold the bucket? Okay. So if you're holding the bucket... Oh, right here. This is for you. If you're holding the bucket, come on over here. Who wants to make asteroids? You're making asteroids? Who's going to make asteroids? Haley's making the asteroids. Dibs on the box. How do we have an extra? That's all right. You guys can have an extra. That'll work. So we'll have two asteroid makers. All right, if you're holding your box, come on over here. Line up right here next to each other. Right next to each other. This way, face that way, please. Yep, yep, yep. We're going to face. Nope, right here. Right here. All right. Right over here. All right, if everybody else over here, across from your team, remember who your team is, because you don't want to catch somebody else's asteroids, because it will count for your count. All right, so over here, who's throwing? All right, so you're going to make asteroids for her. Come on over here next to her. You guys, over here, you're with uh, Lane, right? So you're going to make and throw asteroids at Lane. You guys are making and throwing asteroids at Chrissy, and you guys are making and throwing asteroids that way. Okay, so I'm going to come over here. Excuse me. We'll count it down. Hey, and here's what you need to do. We have one, two, three, four sections. We'll combine the back section all together. So if you're in this side, you're going to cheer for... Carol, if you're on this side, you're going to cheer for Chrissy. Do you, don't you want to go by today, Chrissy? Chrissy, we got it. If you're right here in the middle, we're going to cheer for Lane. And if you're in that back section, we're going to cheer for John. All right? So what I need you guys to do is try to get in the same lineup here. If you can just back up just a little. Lane, come a little bit this way towards me, buddy. That way we have... Uh, all right. You guys ready? Let's count it down. Three... Two, one, go!
Carol, what we got? Carol's got. Here we go. We'll count them together. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Nineteen for Carol. All right. All right. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. Hold on to that. You're the lead in the room. All right. Here we go, Lane. I don't know. You think 20's in here? No. We need 21. Does tube, tube does not count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Sorry, we're not quite there. We still have Chrissy in first place. Here we go, last team. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Ooh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Any more in here? 20, 21. 22, 23. All right, you guys. You guys are our winners. Grab some candy. Thank you, guys. You can return to your seats. I really appreciate it. Feel free to leave this up. My helpers are going to clean up after. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is exhausting. I'm too old for this. Mike, you're doing this next time, man. All right. Uh, so we're going to shift gears just a second. You can have a seat right here. Okay, get up. Uh, just again, um, thank you guys for being gracious and for participating. Um, I, I am convinced that a church that chooses not to invest in discipling younger generations is a church that's dying. And um, I see it in my family. I see it in my friends' families. As generations continue, some things get passed on, some things just don't. Thankfully, we have been a church that has continued to pour into our young people and that has continued to uh, minister to them and with them through programs like Awanas, through our junior church, through Ignite, through other things that the church has done in the past. And um, 
I, I honestly, with, without that, uh, churches, they die. Um, these young folks that are helping us this morning, we have Amy, Taryn, Johnny, Aiden, uh, Dylan's kicking around, Michaela, Caitlin. Uh, these, are, these are the future of your church. These are sometimes maybe what we're looking at is someone who could potentially be the next praise team drummer. Uh, someone who could sing, someone who might be a nursery worker, someone who might be a celloist up on stage with the praise team, right? It's possible. But it's important that we take the time to invest in them, which is part of the reason why we wanted to have some fun this morning, kind of mix it up a little bit. If you're new here, you're probably thinking, what is going on? We're not crazy, I promise. Um, so this <laughs> maybe a little, yeah. I mean, listen, if, if, I hope somebody recorded some of this so that uh, pastor can see it when he gets back or when he gets a chance. So today, instead of doing a, a, a normal sermon that I would do, um, we're going to do the junior church lesson that some of our kids have already experienced. Next month, our first through third grade kids will be uh, doing this as well. Uh, Mrs. Babick will be working with the pre-K kids uh, Sherry and Lisa, I think, have first through third, so they'll be hanging out with the kids doing some of this stuff as well. So we're talking about this idea of blasting off, and that's the first uh, week study in this program, but this whole idea of, of how our faith, we can blast off our faith into this amazing relationship with God. And we, we had some fun shooting rockets and tossing asteroids, and you guys have an opportunity to eat some snacks. But so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this time while you're munching on snacks, and we're going to call some more people up shortly to do some cool things. I want to talk to you a little bit about a story. I'm going to ask you a question. How many of you like space? Michaela heard we were doing something with space, and she was like, this is the coolest thing ever. There is a really awesome museum down in Pensacola called the... Navy, Air Force, where the Blue Angels are. Yeah, it's this amazing museum. You can go into these airplanes, and you can see, like, uh, the lunar module, like the first one that they wrote on. I'm telling you, it looks like some rednecks in Louisiana grabbed their tin uh, patio chairs and threw it on a wagon with some duct tape and said, let's send it to space. I'm not kidding. It's an amazing thing to see. But this whole idea of spending time with God, this whole idea of what God has created, we saw a little bit about nature. That's uh, Carl. The teenagers are familiar with Carl. He does some fun things, just a nice little transition. But thinking about how our relationship with God can grow. So when I was down at the museum last, you can walk through and in the gift shop, they have astronaut food. Has anybody ever tried astronaut food? It's actually really cool. It's interesting. It's like these freeze-dried food. Yeah. And it's like ice cream sandwiches that taste like Lucky Charms marshmallows. It's crazy. So if you were an astronaut, where's my special talking tool? Where did I put it? Ah! So I, I like, I'm not that I expect everybody to talk over each other, but this is the talking ball. So when we have questions, if you're going to answer, I'll toss you the ball, and you can catch it. And you can answer the question. And then if someone else wants to ask, you can toss it to somebody else and they can ask. So my only request is, the only person that can answer the questions and talk is the person holding the talking ball. Okay, so we're going to start with this question. If you were an astronaut, Mrs. Ogden, and you had to eat only one meal for the rest of your time in space, what would that be? 
Steak and mashed potatoes. That's a good choice. All right, who else is interested or willing to answer? Lane? Spaghetti and meatballs. All right, let's keep it moving. What? Okay, spicy chicken fusilli from Cosmos. Way over here. Whoop. Yeah, you gotta keep your head in the swivel, folks. Gotta keep your head in the swivel. Lasagna. Lasagna. All right, how about anybody back here? Pizza. Pizza. I like it. All right. Keep it going. Who else wants to answer? Here we go. Uh, let me see. I get to see if we can get all the way in the back. All right, heads up. Oh, that was supposed to go to Jay, but she's, she intercepted it. <laughs> Chicken Francais or lasagna. All right. You know, it's amazing. When I ask kids this, we'll let them answer in a second because you're probably going to hear some fun things. Alaskan king crab. Okay. All right. I mean, uh, the government's paying for it in this scenario. Dylan, what would you eat? Ice cream. Johnny? A McBurger? Waffles. Love it. Yeah. I, you know, I would think like chicken nuggets. They're quick. They're easy. They probably don't taste too bad if they're freeze-dried. I don't know. I've never tried a freeze-dried chicken nugget. I have tried ice cream sandwiches, and they're pretty awesome. So here's what we're going to talk about today. I want you guys to think about a meal, a dinner, some type of party, something like a holiday. You ever make a big Thanksgiving dinner? There's a lot that goes into that, right? How many of you have ever hosted a Thanksgiving dinner? Is it just mainly cooking the meal? Just it, right? It's just cooking dinner. What else goes into that? Oh my gosh, cleaning the house. Yeah. Today our big idea is this idea that we can spend time with God. And we're going to look at some verses in Luke chapter 10. And here's what they say, all right? Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, it says, As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into their home. Here's what's really cool about the book of Luke. Just about all these opportunities that Jesus has to talk with people and to teach and to disciple, it involves food. It's like they came in to dinner, and as they were having dinner, and there was a dinner party, and there was this. What an awesome idea. I like to eat, if you didn't know. But here's the background. They're having a dinner, and Jesus is coming into the house, and Martha's getting the house ready. It says, her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet to listening to what he taught. Could you imagine? I mean, I'll be honest with you for just a second. Just a second, though. After that, all bets are off. I like playing video games. Who likes playing video games? My guys do. I know you do, right? Adults, anybody? Some people in the back? Appreciate it. Appreciate your honesty. You know what? I really like playing video games when we have house guests coming over. My wife does not appreciate that because she likes, is the house clean? Did you sweep the bathroom? Did you wipe the sink down? Did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I might not have, if I'm honest. But now they have these awesome games where you can't just pause it and get up and walk away from it and come back to it. And it's like, I can't just stop. People are depending on me. We're raiding the castle. Like, what? Can't do that. So this is what's happening. Uh, Martha's running around the house, and she's trying to get dinner ready because Jesus is coming, and here's her sister who's sitting there. 
And it says, at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. She was spending time with Jesus. That's an amazing thought, isn't it? Should you imagine what that would be like? Jesus comes into your house, and you're just able to sit there and listen to him and to talk with him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like jump up to like the adult level. This week, I was reading an article uh, you brought up this morning, Secular, Sacred, the Sacred and the Profane. Is God really interested in the secular parts of our lives? Yeah, he absolutely is. And could you imagine, like, one of the things in the article says, did every time that Jesus opened his mouth, was it scripture that came out? If every time, did he always have a glowing halo around his head? Or, or was he just like you and me? It was like, hey, did you catch the game last night? Did the Romans win? Or did, uh, you know? Like, I don't know. But wouldn't that be awesome to be able to just spend time with Jesus and to sit and talk with him? And this is what Mary's doing. See, there's three characters in this story. We have a Mary who's sitting and listening to Jesus, Jesus who's doing his thing, and then we have Martha. And let's look at the next verse. It says, But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. I, uh, I get to do this once in a while because um, I have kids, and Taryn doesn't seem to mind too much when I use them as sermon fodder. But my daughter does this. This is tattling without tattling. Hey, Dad, didn't you tell us that we shouldn't jump on the bed? Yeah, why? Ah, Avery might be jumping on the bed, and it's probably not safe. All right? That's what she's doing here. Jesus, doesn't it seem unfair to you that I'm doing all this work? I'm doing all this prep. I'm doing all these things. And Mary's just kind of sitting around doing nothing. She's kind of lazy. She should be helping me. Can you tell her to come help me? Um, can, let me ask you a question. How many of you can relate to Martha? Be honest. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not. I'm like, tell me what to do. Well, you should know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm a knucklehead. Like, I please just say I need this, 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 and this done, and I will do my best to get that list done. But one of the things that I can't stand hearing is, well, you should know what to do. <laughs> if you want it done right, then tell me what to do. It's a funny thought, because we've all lived in this. We've all experienced this. Let's go on to the next slide. This is what Jesus said. The Lord said to her, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There's only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. He says, You are really concerned about things that don't matter. What? My dinner party doesn't matter? My house being clean doesn't matter. Like, what if I burn the chicken? That doesn't matter. Jesus says, no, it doesn't matter. See, all that stuff is temporary. Guys, all that stuff is temporary. All that stuff is going to be gone one day. Had an amazing dinner last night. Chicken enchiladas, street corn, this amazing lime coconut cake with lime curd in it and buttercream frosting, and toasted coconut that was tossed with some lime juice and some lime zest, right? Are you getting hungry? You got goldfish. You'll be okay. So we had all this. Can I tell you something? This morning I woke up and I was like, I had some weird dreams last night. And all I could think was my mother-in-law sent us home with a tray to throw in the oven with some of the, it was like a chorizo sausage topping. I mean, it was crazy. 
And all I could think this morning was, I, there's no possible way I could eat that again. Not this close back to back. It, it, it's temporary. What makes me filled one day is not going to make me filled the next day. If you were in space for, I don't know, what's the average space mission? Three years? Six, what is it? I have no idea. I didn't do the research. I'm totally making this up on the fly. Let's say it's like three years. If you were in space for three years, at some point, you're going to get tired of lasagna. Yes. Yeah. You're going to get tired of waffles. I'm going to get tired of chicken nuggets. Someone's going to get tired of chicken cacciatore and chicken francaise and spaghetti meatballs. Christine, honestly, steak and potatoes, after probably like day seven, you're going to be like, I need a salad. Like something's got to give. Like I'm in trouble. Jesus says we focus so much on the temporary things that we miss what he says here. The only thing being concerned about Mary has discovered. The challenge is this question. Here's the question. Why do you think it's so important, Don, to sit at Jesus' feet? It's the only way to get to know him. Anybody else want to answer? We can toss the ball around. we got time. Oh, almost intercepted. Dylan, why do you think sitting at Jesus' feet was so important? Yeah, he's the one and only God. And we should be very thankful for him, so we should honor him. We should be thankful for him. We should honor him. I'm not going to throw it to you guys because you're right here, but Pirate Pete, what do you think? <laughs> That's what his name tag says. Um, because God is good. God is good. <laughs> Uncle King. Um, I, because of John 3.16. Because what John 3.16 is. What does that say? Yeah, he's the son of God. What do you think, Amy? Yeah, because God's powerful. How about you, Keyshawn? Or Sarah, whoever caught it? Now, now let's, 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 let's refocus here. When I talk with kids, I talk about general answers, and then I talk about specific answers. We just threw out a bunch of general answers. Because he's the son of God, because he's awesome, because he's powerful, because he's this, because he's that. Specifically, Keyshawn, why is it important for you to sit at Jesus' feet? Uh, he's my father. He's the one I bring my problems to. He's the one I confide in. Because he's our heavenly father, the one that we confide in, the one that Keyshawn brings his problems to. Anybody else in the back? Everybody's like, we... Who's clapping back there? Ryan. Nailed it. I purposely threw a curveball around the lamp so it didn't hit it. I love it. That's an awesome answer. I need to intentionally slow down and take the time to spend with God. To intentionally stop. To take a minute. to Look at all the stuff that Martha's caught up in. To take the time and stop. How many can relate to that? To stop, take a breath, slow down. Okay, God, what are you trying to do here? Jamie? Because he understands what I'm going through. Because he understands what you're going through. And I don't. And Teddy does not. (laughs) Teddy's clueless. Teddy's like, what? 
Anybody over here? You gonna catch it? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Let me ask you a question just to kind of follow up on that. I'll catch it. I'll try my best. If not, I'll bounce it over this way. The only thing, the spending intentional time, personal time, taking a break. Think about how many times a day do you actually stop and spend time sitting at Jesus' feet? And think about how many situations. You go through throughout your day where you could stop and spend time sitting at Jesus' feet and listening. So here's the next question, and we're going to start on this side and work our way over because it's fun, and I have the talking ball, and I can do that. So our next question is, what are some ways that we get distracted to not spend time with God? Um, cleaning the house. Cleaning the house, Yeah. I, you looked, I was trying to wake you up. No, I don't know. Play, play, <laughs> play a bit. Guilty. Uh, yeah. Anybody else over here? Work. work. Yeah. The kids are like, work? What's that? I don't know what work is. <laughs> what are the ways you get distracted from spending time with God? Extracurricular activities, right? How about over here? Who's over here? Victor, you want to answer one? Go ahead, man. What do you got? What, what distracts you from spending time with God? Schoolwork. School yeah. So all these things, there's so many things that we can answer and say, this distracts me and that distracts me. And for some, it's work. For some, it's school. For some, it's video games. For some, it's cleaning the house. Caitlin, what is it for you? A McLife. Yes. Here you go. Can I ask you a question? And these are thoughts that haven't come out, things that you haven't said. But here's some things. Most of those things are, are stuff that our, our kids will struggle with. Kids will have homework, extracurricular activities. Let me ask you guys as adults, because some of these concepts are, one second, Teddy, or maybe a little over their head. How many of you let your worry keep you from spending time with God? How about like feeling depression, sadness, guilt, remorse, temptation, pride? Man. Wow, there's a whole lot of things that can distract us from spending time with God. How many of you have ever stopped to consider and think, what today is keeping me from spending time with God? I'm going to tell you uh, about me, and then I will, uh, I think, share about some things that distract you from God. This is me. My kids, I love my kids. They will distract me from spending time with God in good ways. And in bad ways. Sometimes I try to read or I want to read at night. I don't tell them that. But I plan to do it. And then we'll play Smash Brothers. Or we'll read a book. Or we'll watch a show. Or we'll watch a movie. Can I tell you something else that happens? Sometimes I intend to spend time with God. And they do something that drives me off a wall. And then my mindset changes. And I'm like, I, if I try to go spend time with God right now... I'm going to feel really convicted and horrible about myself, so I'm not going to do it. Anybody else? Let's be honest. Do you know what else does? Work. But you're a pastor. Yeah, I know. Don't you spend time with God every day? Sometimes. 
Sometimes I start doing really silly things like moving chairs around and drawing pictures and coming up with shooting rockets at people and doing all kinds of interesting, weird things. Listen, you are not alone in trying to figure out what distracts you from spending time with God. See, there's, there's, there's a little trick to it. If you have an orange star on your name tag, I'm going to invite you to come up because I want you to experience something with me. If you have an orange star... If you don't feel like coming up, it's totally fine. Um, you don't have to. You don't need a partner. You, this isn't like a game. This is just a simple, fun little object lesson that we're going to do together and, and try, to, try to see. How many do I got? One, two, three, four, five. One, two. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. Um, I have uh, more potatoes over there. Let me grab a couple. You can open your straw papers. You can put the papers right on the floor. We got kids that are going to clean up after us, which is amazing. I have these uh, baking potatoes. I told Taryn we were doing this, and she was like, oh, that's so cool. You can't listen. If you want to do that, you're going to end up in timeout. All right. I don't know what kind of program you think we're running here. There you go. Man. So all of you have a potato. Uh, not all of you. Some In a minute, all of you will have a potato. I need this one, though. Who, who needs a potato? Teddy. So here's what I want you to do. I, I do not want you to be a savage in this. No, don't do that, Teddy. <laughs> this guy. Now, so we have straws and we have potatoes. Potatoes are a pretty solid piece of what, veg, what, legume. What are they? I don't know. They're vegetables. To me, they're vegetables. A goober. A goober. <laughs> gubernatorial. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to pretend that you are a first grader, second grader, or third grader, which means you will, you will not take your straw and ram it through with all of your adult strength. Thank you. So here's what we do. Like if you take your straw and you just start kind of poking at your potato, just not, not super hard, just like you're tapping on it. What do you notice? After we're done, if we have extra, you can have them, right? See, it takes a little while, right? What do I want you to do? Now, I want you to take your thumb, take your thumb, cover the end, right? And try it again with a little bit more pop. Yeah, it's a little easier, right? Right? See, we can do this and cover it and right through. Like it's nothing, right? It's not, not that big of a deal. See, the air... Yeah, the air makes the straw stronger, and it gives it some strength to really stick in there. And see, the whole purpose is there is an important step that we're missing if we're just going to try to sit and na 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 The straw starts bending, cover it, and it goes right in. Like, my straw's broken. It's all bent. See, even with it bent, it still goes in. Swip it around. What do you think, Ken and I? All the way through. It's pretty neat, right? All right, give him a hand. Thanks, guys. You can put your potatoes in the box with the straw. Thank you. Oh, this guy. All the way through. It's a simple, silly idea. I know it's like really a straw and a potato, but here's kind of the point. If you're just sitting there and you're just trying to tap at it, it's not really working. You put your thumb over the straw. It traps the air inside. It makes the straw a little bit harder, right? There is an important step that sometimes we miss in trying to spend time with God. 
let's be honest, sometimes we're just not intentional about it. Some of us have been saved for a very long time. And just like having a relationship with someone for a very long time, we just kind of stop. I haven't talked to my friend Kevin in a couple years. Kevin and I are really good friends in high school, or not high school, sorry, college. Uh, We were roommates. He was in my wedding. Um, We don't talk to him much. See him on social media, text every once in a while, hey, how's it going? But every time I run into Kevin, it's like we've never stopped talking, right? I know that might sound like a valley high girl thing to say. I don't know. It's like, oh, man, when we get together, it's like we never left. Like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. But that's our relationship. And I know with Kevin, if I needed something, I'd call him up. Hey, man, how's it going? Not much. What do you need? Can you help me with this? Yeah, absolutely help you. And he's done that for me in the past. And sometimes we look at our relationship with God and we think that's healthy. I love Kevin. Kevin loves me. We're really good friends. But we're not intentional about our relationship. I'm not really going out of my way to spend time with him. I could. I have a phone that I can call people. I can video call them. I can text them. I can send them a Facebook message, Instagram message. You pick it. It's all out there. I could be intentional. I could plan specifically in my day, every day for five or ten minutes, I'm going to call Kevin. I'm going to talk to Kevin. And he would answer or he would respond. But I don't do it because it's not intentional. There's no purpose behind it. And it sounds funny, like, can we really spend time with God like that? Yeah, we really can. And we see in this story that we have Mary who is intentionally looking to spend time with God. And she's sitting at his feet. And she's hearing him talk, and she's hearing him teach. And then Martha, again, we could read it again, but we don't have to. Martha was not intentional. She was just kind of looking at her like, Jesus, come on, like, tell her to do her chores. Tell her to help me out. God wants us to spend time with him every day. He wants us to sit at his feet. He wants us to be able to do uh, the things that, that we want to do in life. Where did my other sheet go? Because I don't want to lose that. Sorry. I had a, 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 an activity for the Blue Stars, but we're going to bypass that because we're running out of time. And I don't want to use up to... I know, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But I'll explain it to you because it's really fun. And if you want to do it after, if you have a Blue Star and you feel like you're getting ripped off, you can come up, Brandon. I'm so sorry. I was going to have you come up to the table and put these puzzles together. Which is really easy. I mean, they're my kids' puzzles. It looks like this. And this one's a little bit harder. You know, we think it's easy. But the degree of difficulty is, I was going to actually make you put the gloves on and try to do it. And then put the blindfold on and uh, make you do it. This is, uh, this is my daughter's sleep mask. And the whole point is, we think about astronauts. And we think about what they do, Right? you think it's easy to go up into space and do all these things and all the gear that they're wearing? The gloves, the helmets, the masks. What do they have to do? They have to spend as much time as they can practicing this stuff while they're here in full gear before they get out there. 
And it's the same thing for us. If we were to take on astronaut training, we'd be learning how to change a tire with gloves on and how to live and how to eat and how to, everything would change and we would have to figure out how am I going to do this? How am I going to be purposeful about doing these things? And here's some of the things. How can we spend time with God? What are some of the things that we can do? And this would be where we would be talking to the kids and I would be encouraging you. Guys, what are some of the things that you could do every day intentionally to spend time with God? Pray. Pray. Great answer. Read. Read the Bible. What else? Read the Bible. What else? Spending time with Him personally. Is that really the only ways that we can be intentional about spending time with God? Just through prayer, reading the Bible, spending time. Who said nature? Nature. That's right. Nihau, nature. What else? I lost the ball. Where'd the ball go? Okay, see, this is why we need the ball. Who'd you? Music. Music. Keep throwing it around. We'll go. Who's next? Heads up. Jay Nauta. Volunteering. I love it. Thank you. Don't everybody write that word down. Fellowship with other believers. Everybody's like, mm. and you throw in a crowd and watch everybody dodge out of the way. Fellowshipping with non-believers. Is that a thing? Can we do that? You mean we can rub shoulders with secular people? Just saying. Well, try. Just heads up so nobody gets clunked in the head. Being, being a mentor. Yeah, absolutely. Johnny, what you got? Um, you're fired. Where did you get this guy? Seriously. You know, that's a good thing, being a mentor. How many of you in here have experienced a mentor relationship? What you got? Missions trips. Yeah, Kenya. Yeah. You know what else? Maybe you can't go to Kenya. Maybe you can give towards it. Maybe you could put a suitcase. Do you need suitcases in the back? Large. Large suitcases if you have one. Being a mentor, Teddy. Praying for it. Yeah. Being a mentor. Being a mentor is important because everybody in this room has an ability and an opportunity to mentor someone. But I don't really... You know someone that you could help in their walk. Or, or maybe you need to be mentored. Maybe, maybe you need discipleship. Look, Ray Lightcamp was here, and he was talking about, well, he used the example, does anyone remember that? He talked about his mom being like 90 and still like, I want to be discipled. I want to continue to grow. Oh, my gosh. I'm 37, and I'm like, I don't want to read the Bible today. Oh, that was like, Ugh. So, guys, little guys, here's what I wrote, because maybe you can't be mentored and can't be discipled because you got to stay at home and you got to live with your parents, and sometimes they're crazy. But you know what? You can pray. Spend time praying, listening to worship music, reading. Not just reading the Bible. Sometimes it's important to read other things that are going to push us and challenge us in our walk. Whether it's Christian stories or Christian authors or uh, Taryn read the Tales of the Kingdom. And I was trying to read a little bit every night to him. But she was like, Dad, it was so awesome. It was so cool. I can't wait to hear it. Tell me about the stories, which ones she looked and what she took away from it. I want to give her an opportunity to teach me. Man, yeah, my kids can teach me something. 
So here's uh, what we're going to do. We're going to wrap up because we're almost done. I need my helpers if you guys can come forward. I'm going to ask you guys if you could kind of go around and hand these out. No, 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 not those. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Here. Guys, shh. It's okay. If you guys could go around and hand these out, please, I would greatly appreciate it. There you go. Here you go, Amy. Thank you, kiddo. If you could just... If, if you don't, if we start running out, if you could take one per family, because here, here's what we're doing. This is where we would wrap up with the kids, and this is where we would send them home with stuff. And, and here's what you have. You guys have some coloring sheets, and you have some stuff that you're going to be able to take a look at, because this is the stuff that your kids are going to take home. And this is the stuff that I want you to think about. And if you look at the first picture, it should be, uh, maybe it's a picture of, what is it a picture of? You got a dinosaur on it, maybe some of you. That's a coloring sheet, not a big deal, that's just for fun. But I want you to find this picture here. Everybody see it? The picture looks like this, a bunch of kids sitting around, a bunch of lines. This is an opportunity for you to kind of figure out what they're doing. How can I spend time with Jesus when I wake up? How can I spend time with Jesus when I'm on my way to school or on your way to work? How can I spend time with Jesus when I'm doing extracurricular activities? How can I spend time with Jesus when I'm eating, when I'm hanging out with my friends? How about how can I spend time with Jesus before I go to bed? You know, these are all intentional things that our kids can do, but these are also intentional things that we can do. When I get up, am I praying? What about when I'm eating breakfast? Is it more important to spend time with God or to update my clash of clans? Hey, on my way to work, what do I listen to? Like, that's a really great opportunity if you drive by yourself to spend time praying or to spend time worshiping or to spend time doing, I don't know, whatever it is. So if you flip your page over, you're going to see a pretty interesting launching your faith, launch your faith, spend time with God. And here's the challenge that this would go to our kids. This is what I would tell them. Every day that you intentionally spend time with God, I want you to go and color your sheet. So Sunday, you went to church, you spent time with God, you're intentional about it. When you get home, color in Sunday, color in your rocket, color in your picture. Monday, when you intentionally spend time with God, color in your Monday thing. This is kind of like a journal. It's an opportunity to, you know, when you give it to a kid and say, you know, I can color this every day, they'll do it. It's fun. I don't expect you as adults to do it if you want to, and you bring it back next week, and it's all colored in, and you did it. We'll give you a candy bar. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe some movie candy. We'll do something. But here's what's also important. This, this paper right here on the top. This paper is an opportunity for you guys, grandparents, parents, friends, whoever. This is where you're going to see that your kids got to experience and what they learned. There's some talking points on it. What did you learn? How can you spend time with God? How can we as a family spend more time with God? How can this change? How can that change? And it gives them an opportunity to remember some of the things that they did and some talking points. Like, Don, who are Mary and Martha? They're two women that spent time with Jesus. They're two women that spent time with Jesus. Wouldn't that be great if our kids knew this stuff and they were able to spit it back and, and understand that, hey, one was a knucklehead and one was doing her thing, spending time with Jesus. So here's the last thing we're going to hand out, and we're going to close. There is... Now, this is, this is the only thing that I put together, honestly, because I'm going to talk to you on the last five minutes about what this program entails and how you can be involved. Because that's kind of the point. It's like I hooked you in. It's like, hey, do you want a free vacation? Five days, five nights? 
come here about my timeshare. <laughs> yeah, it's free. Sign up today. Listen, on the back, if you look at the back, there is a little talk sheet that says week one small group guide. Listen, we're not there yet, unfortunately. What this is, this is an opportunity for us to break out with our leaders and our kids in smaller groups that gives us an opportunity to talk to them a little bit more one-on-one. And we're just not there. There's a reason why we're just not there. One, we don't have an overwhelming number of kids, but we could definitely use more help. See, we had fun today. I had fun. I hope you had fun. Maybe some of you were like, this is a little too much fun for me, Tim, but you know what? I can see how the kids would love it. Maybe you're thinking, you know, I can't teach, but I could definitely help kids shoot a rocket. See, most of the time, and I think, where's Katie Lucas? She's here in the back. Yeah, we were talking about this in our church council meeting, and I think her and Kathy had brought up. Most of the time when we ask for help, we feel like, hey, the boat is sinking. We're taking on water. We really need your help. And I think sometimes people hear that and they go, it sounds like that's a really bad situation to be in. Because the boat's not sinking. All right? We're not taking on water. But this is an exciting program. This is a really cool thing that you can partner with and be a part of. We need teachers. We need people to help shoot rockets, people to stab potatoes, people to hand out coloring sheets, people to just check kids in the back. You guys got to experience everything pretty much from top to bottom what your kids experience every Sunday. You checked into Kid Check. You got to come in. You got to have fun. You got to have a snack. You got a name tag. You got to... This is, this is the program. You can mentor. You can disciple. You don't have to teach to do that. Sometimes just being there as a presence. Showing the kids that we care. Showing the kids that they're important to us. I want to challenge you. If you have questions and you'd like to be a part of what we have going on, there are five people you can talk to. You can talk to me. You can talk to Jody. You can talk to Katie. You can talk to Kate. You can talk to Sherry. Here's the coolest thing about this program. Some of you might be thinking, Tim, I am not creative. I could not come up with those games. I would not be able to do anything like that. The only thing I added to this was the Carl video, and I made this little memory verse card. That's the only thing I did. Everything else was prepackaged, all ready to go. Here's your activities. Here's an idea of how to do it. Here's the songs to sing. Here's everything that you need to be successful. The only thing you have to do is play a role. And to play a part. And I'm asking you this morning if you would consider playing a part with us in children's ministry. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. Lord, we thank you for the ability to have some fun and to uh, just uh, get into the word a little bit and, and laugh and joke. And Father, I pray that you would uh, help us to continue as we uh, help bring our children up as we do it together and individually in our families. Lord, I pray that if anybody is here who's thinking, man, I'd love to volunteer, tell me more. Or that you would just give them that desire. Lord, that we would take it serious, that we would pray about it. Uh, Lord, I also would pray and ask that if there's someone who's here and they're new, or this is their fifth or sixth time here and they're thinking, man, spending time with God, relationships, what is all this about? Or that they would also come and talk to one of us. Father, we love you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for these things. So, Father, we ask these uh, things in your name. Look over us, keep over us, bring us back safely next week. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Amen. Thank you, guys. I'm going to have the ushers come down as they come. Uh, I'm also going to invite Linda Horvitz down as she's got a special announcement for us.
Master John, if you're listening to the recording, we made a big mess today. <laughs> and it was awesome. You can turn this back on. Oh, oops. That was awesome. And uh, thank you, Tim. I was excited to see you guys get involved. I was really excited to see these guys uh, do what they do and uh, teach us, you know? So uh, I'm going to invite Linda up. Linda's got an announcement about the community picnic coming up. Hey. A little shorter. Good morning. Um, in case you didn't notice, um, it's been in the bulletin for a few weeks now. We are back by popular demand, as I say, our second annual community picnic, which is an outreach um, to serve and support the families that come through our food pantry here. So it's an opportunity for the church to get involved. So I just wanted to make that quick announcement and ask anyone who's interested in getting involved and helping, if you could just come forward at the end of the service. I just have a brief meeting and want to touch base with a few of you. So thank you. Thank you, Linda. And now I'm going to invite Carolyn Balaam up to uh, update us on uh, the Kenya trip. You didn't think you were going to get away that lightly, did you? <laughs> Morning, church. This is a brief update on the progress with the Kenya mission trip. Eight of us are going at the end of June for 10 days to work with and support our missionaries, Rick and Diana Wilson of World Venture. The team comprises Pastor John myself, Corey, Eli, and Emily McGrail, Shirley Adams, Karen O'Connell, and Nikki Cloa. I'd like to say a very big thank you for your generosity so far, especially financial donations and the donations um, that Rick and Diana requested on the list you were given last week uh, to take to the 200 children in Kenya. I did an inventory during the week of the items already donated, and I was really overwhelmed at how sacrificially people are giving. And when I walked in this morning, I was blown away by what I could see under the Kenya sign at the back of the church. Our theme for the Vacation Bible School that we'll be doing with the kids is Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2, let us run the race with perseverance, fixing our eyes on Jesus. And we hope to have a lot of fun, uh, sort of like this, with the kids. We've decided that our main craft for all the children's range, um, age range from 3 through to like 13, will be to make a canvas bag like this, because this is something the kids can keep. Um, puts any personal belongings in, they can personalize it, they can put the verse on it, they can put their name on it. Big thanks to Nikki Cloa, her daughter, I believe, was it, personalized this one. So this is what we're going to be purchasing. I think it, was it $250 for 250 bags, basically? Yeah. So uh, that's, that's what we're going to do, the main craft. I would encourage you, please, to continue to give over the next four weeks, both financially or bring in more donations from the list that you had and put it in the suitcase um, at the back of the sanctuary there on the left under the Kenya sign, if the Kenya sign stays up and doesn't fall down like it did this morning. 
If you're giving um, financially via the offering plate or the Harmony website, the address of which is on the front of your bulletin, please do specify that the gift is for Kenya, and Pastor John and Jim will allocate those resources. If you would like to donate extra finance towards the team's personal expenses of $3,300 each uh, towards the trip, that would also be greatly appreciated. If you can only manage a small item, then stickers from the dollar store are the way to go. The more the merrier, they love stickers. We do still need large um, items like the collapsible goalposts, football pumps, we haven't got one yet, uh, hula hoops and the abacus. Um, We still need six large donated suitcases, and I heard this morning from Rick and Diana that they would also like vitamins, gummies, not liquids, unscented soap, and other toiletries like kids' toothpaste, etc., toothbrushes, etc., to take. That would be awesome, too. Just wanted to make one, one point that generally when we think of giving aid to other countries, many times we don't know whether what we give gets there to where it's intended. Not so, because we are taking it. So it will reach the school and the children for whom it is intended. And it will be up to the principal of the school to give out a lot of the items that are donated. Obviously, the craft stuff that we're taking, we will use for ministry. But things that you're donating specifically for the school, like the balls, etc., and the, you know, the game stuff and the educational materials, will go to the kids. Please continue to pray for us as we prepare to go and for our families left behind for good health, for a servant heart, for courage, not fear, for peace, not anxiety, and for love, without which we can do nothing. Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. Uh, if you would like to receive updates and weekly uh, and the weekly bulletin via email, please email the church office, uh, harmonychurchny at gmail.com and put your, or put your email in the suggestion box, the box right out there in the foyer on your right. See your bulletin for additional and more detailed announcements. Let's pray and then we're on our way. Thank you, God, for this time, for this morning, for, uh, man, it was just a blast. And uh, we... Uh, are just so thrilled that uh, you are working in this place and uh, I'm excited for uh, what you're doing in the lives of our kids and uh, in our lives through them. Uh, Thank you for the offerings we've taken. Let them be used for your glory. We pray for this trip upcoming and uh, we lift each one of these folks going up to you and those that they're going to be encountering. And uh, we just, uh, we, we praise your name. Bless and keep us as we go. In Jesus' name, amen. You are dismissed.
cheese, cheese, cheese. It's raining tacos. I'm trying.